Out of Satan's Deception into the Kingdom of God by Apostle Jacqueline Fedor. Are we, like Eve, deceived by the enemy today? Most definitely. There are many that would argue the point, but let me prove mine. In the previous blast, we have been discussing how knowledge was the big issue in the very beginning of man's existence, and, like it or not, it is the same issue that must be solved today. Eve made a very foolish choice by choosing the ideas of Satan over Christ's, feeding on the enemy's thoughts, especially touching on the subject of wisdom. The Creator Himself told her, Don't eat, don't touch the knowledge of the tree of good and evil, or you will surely die. But Satan told her she would not die, so who did she believe? Satan. Hard to imagine her disobedience as we read Genesis, is it not? And yet we too make the same mistake today and are just as deceived by the same enemy. We talked in the last blast about the subtleness of Satan, how he cleverly asked Eve a question, knowing well the spiritual law. Be it as you believe, the law of faith that would cause mankind's demise if he could only get her to break God's law and answer him. Had she ignored him, walked away, not giving him a thought, man's history would be so much different today. Mankind's thinking would still be in line with God, their language, nature, and abilities like the Lord's. Man's human spirit, in touch with the Spirit of God, would be fed pure truth from the mind of the tree of life, the mind of Christ. There would be no lack or need. Money was not a part of perfection, just total abundance of provision, a whole different world one built on perfect knowledge and God's perfect law, would have evolved had Eve simply turned a deaf ear to him. But no, she lawlessly spoke and connected, made contact with the adversary. She swallowed his bait, hook, line, and sinker, as the saying goes. So what does all this have to do with us? We are her descendants, are very much like her, she reproduced herself well. Look at her firstborn. He killed his brother, helping from the beginning to fulfill Satan's desire for death to overtake man. Think of all the different ways death reigns through us today as well. For instance, spirits of infirmity run rampant in the family of God, unchallenged, even though Jesus took our infirmities and bore our diseases on the cross. The enemy puts symptoms on us all externally causing physical reactions. But if Jesus said he took our infirmity and diseases, why is the enemy allowed? Whose report do we believe? Many die, so obviously we are deceived and believe in what we feel rather than what we know. Jesus said, Blessed are the peacemakers, yet we war to gain possession of land. We fight to be in control. We retaliate against our rivals. Jesus says, turn the other cheek and pray for our enemies, yet we get angry, kill. Satan has deceived us into thinking these are our thoughts. The truth is, his knowledge has perverted our minds and tainted our thinking, 
shaping our nature to His nature. He has deceived us and made us instruments of death, killers. We deceive and are deceived daily. Perhaps we work for someone and feel underpaid, so we do not mind a bit taking something of value from them. It's just plain stealing, but we are deceived into thinking we deserve it. Or perhaps someone makes a mistake and doesn't charge us enough for a purchase we make. We cleverly keep quiet. After all, it's their mistake, not ours. Can you recognize these are Satan's thoughts and traits? Not God's. Yet many people that consider themselves Christians choose Satan's warped way of thinking. Suppose someone leaves a valuable item where it could be ruined, an expensive tool, whatever. You reason, might as well take it home. It's going to be ruined anyway. Again, these thoughts did not come from the tree of life. They came from the tree of good and evil, and we've just been deceived and maneuvered into being a thief. Lawless ones are led to believe it's their idea to smoke, drink excessively, do drugs, overeat, all things that destroy their bodies, which the Word of God tells us is the temple of God. Scripture also says God will destroy those that destroy His temple. Hmm. We destroy just about all we touch. The earth itself, for instance. Testing bombs that are designed to destroy nations. Polluting water by dumping waste. We have destroyed the very air we breathe through faulty inventions, to mention just a few. Here is where we are most destructive. We destroy our minds, studying intellectual philosophies derived from man's intellect, when all these brilliant ones are descendants of Eve. So whose thoughts are we really feeding to our minds? How really good are their judgments and opinions? On and on the deception goes. Satan even bottles his knowledge in great learning institutions, charging us big money for it. Of course, he also bottles water and oxygen, and we gladly pay for them also. See how much we learned in school? On and on the deception grows. Societies corrupted by sin and perversion, and our culture destroyed by unbridled, immoral pleasure-seekers. There is little, if anything, left for the godly to do or enjoy. Greedy, self-serving men control the world's banking systems. There are, as a result, classes of people, from the very rich to the very poor, not God's way. The world's leaders are chosen by Eve's descendants also. In fact, all systems were conceived in Satan's mind and given birth through deceived men. All of them puppets of Satan. No wonder everything is such a mess. Let's see now. These scenarios were instances where we kill, steal, and destroy. Whose nature does that sound like? Whose thoughts have been influencing us? Can you see we are deceived? Let us take a look at the world's religions. We went to the world's churches, sat quietly in our pews or chairs, paid our tithes, listened carefully to what was many times a message based on very misleading false doctrine, then innocently walked out feeling good about ourselves. Many of us were taught once saved, always saved, and it doesn't make any difference how bad the world gets. 
We're flying out of here, right? What are we to do then with the scripture in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 9 through 10? 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 9 through 10. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners, will inherit the kingdom of God. So there are those that do not make it. If we're ones that contribute time, effort, and money to these institutions, there's a real danger of people not warning us that we are sinning, failing God, in danger of sinking with the world systems. As a matter of fact, read the newspapers. Many of our church leaders themselves walk in these very things. The Word tells us we reproduce what we are. I don't want to be one of the above, and I'm sure you don't either. We therefore must look at the fruit of those in authority over us so as to not be deceived and understand the systems we see around us today are not really the systems of man. They are a system. They are Satan's through man. Again, see them as they really are. Governments, banking, education, religion, and culture, all built and run through the descendants of Eve, bound to the adversary and operating according to his knowledge and plans. The world's churches will teach you to support these systems or try to make sure godly people are in office to change things, solve the world's problems. The true godly person is not found there. They are no part of it. God calls the world's religions Babylon and its governments the beast. Their nature is self-serving, lawless, and in opposition to God, who will soon destroy them. Sadly, because of the rapture theory, we have the mistaken mentality we won't be here at its fall, so there is no need to separate from it. In reality, they are leaving us right in the middle of what God is going to destroy. Is that not deception? God tells us to come out of the religious systems of the world. Look at Revelation chapter 18 verse 4. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins lest you receive of her plagues. He warns us to be no part of man's governments. In Revelation chapter 14 verses 9 through 10 it says, Then a third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast and his image, and receives his mark on his forehead or on his hand, do not put your mind to it, or your efforts be no part. He himself shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out full strength into the cup of his indignation. He shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. Daniel chapter 7 verses 16 through 18 I came near to one of those who stood by and asked him the truth of all this. So he told me, and made known to me the interpretation of these things. Those great beasts, which are four, are four kings, 
which arise out of the earth, the governments of the world. But the saints of the Most High shall receive the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever, even forever and ever. Deception! 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 We are not going anywhere, and those found here alive as the systems are destroyed will either be a part of or in opposition to God's kingdom. One or the other. No in-between. We are all deceived, used innocently by the devil for his purpose, if we will be honest. Question ourselves. Look at ourselves in the spiritual mirror. How many spirits could be operating through us? Are we building Satan's world or God's kingdom? Jesus endured the cross and resurrected from the grave to the defeat of the enemy. But if we do not know and recognize them functioning through us, even though the opportunity has been given to us by the Lord, how can we be set free? Jesus told those at Nazareth, Luke chapter 4 verse 18 the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind to set at liberty those who are oppressed he came to set the captives free but many of us do not realize we are captive we are so so deceived. Look at part of the list. Addiction is a spirit. Uncleanness is a spirit. Lying is a spirit. Death is a spirit. Jealousy is a spirit. Foul language is a spirit. Depression, oppression, on and on. Evil spirits that have humanity bound. Learn to recognize them or the fruit of them operating in us. We are either taught these adverse actions are a learned behavior or that it runs in our family genetically. No, we are again being deceived. It's more than learned behavior or genetics. Evil spirits possess our families generation after generation. They depart at the death of one and enter the remaining living family members unless we are aware of the supernatural and take proper measures to prevent it through knowledgeable prayer. See, we are right back to the knowledge again. Of course, Satan is not going to teach us how to get rid of his buddies. In fact, he will try to deceive us into thinking God's people cannot be possessed or even influenced by him. But according to scripture, this is not the case. Acts chapter 5 verse 3 but Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back part of the price of the land for yourself? Matthew chapter 16 verse 23. But he, Jesus, turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are an offense to me, for you are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of men. John chapter 13 verses 26 through 27 Jesus answered it is he to whom I shall give a piece of bread when I have dipped it and having dipped the bread he gave it to Judas Iscariot the son of Simon now after the piece of bread Satan entered him then Jesus said to him 
What you do, do quickly. We each make our own choices. I, for one, do not want evil spirits living their sordid lives through me. I do not want Satan's influence in my daily life, so I renounce the knowledge Eve chose, and want desperately for God's knowledge to permeate my mind. I choose Him. I want His nature, His direction, His covering, so I'm not deceived, to be a vessel He can use, a child He is not sorry He created, and I know everyone reading this feels the same way. In closing, let us separate our hearts from the world systems, even to physically pulling away to the extent we can. God thankfully sees the intent of our hearts. Let us fill our minds with Scripture, the prophetic word that erupts from praise, and the thoughts of God as we reflect on Him. Through fervent prayer, let us ask Him to intervene and restore humanity. In fact, all of creation as in the beginning. As this world, built from Satan's knowledge, is destroyed, let us be found filled with the knowledge of God, forming a human menorah, shining the light of truth for others to find their way out of Satan's deception into the kingdom of God.